This episode of Limitless Range Podcast was recorded on March 17th, 2020. Welcome to episode five of Limitless Range Podcast. I am Travis Darner here with Logan Saul, as always. Yes, sir. And uh, we, we're, we're in a little bit of a different environment today. So if you haven't heard or if you've been living under a rock, which it seems like most people have due to the quarantine. Um, so the U.S. and basically the entire world is basically shut down right now because of the fears of the spread of the coronavirus. It's spreading and um, we are not at college and neither are many colleges throughout the country and the world. Um, I don't think I don't. I I doubt there's any colleges that are open today. Yeah, I don't think there's any colleges that are open. So we have moved to online classes. Due to said move to online classes, we are recording this podcast away from each other. I am at my home, and so we're recording through the Anchor app. If the quality isn't as good as it normally is, that's the reason why. How am I sounding? You sound all right. Yeah, I'm good. My nose is a little is a little stuffy, but I think it's just because of the allergies. So basically, today we're just gonna we're gonna chat about everything that's going on. We're gonna talk about the coronavirus and what's what its uh, impact is has been on not only the general world but the sports world because it's had a major impact on the sports world. Um, so where are we going, Sella? What's the what's the first? Um, I think really, I mean, we we've been an NBA podcast through and through. I feel like that's a good place to start because really uh, when you think about it and when you uh, actually just listen to commissioners and people from other leagues talk about uh, why they shut everything down, it really started with the NBA and specifically that night, I believe it was, was it Monday night? Yes. Rudy Gobert so. uh, tested positive for COVID-19 and that really was just the, the turning point, really the flashpoint. Uh, everything was just put into warp speed after that. I mean, uh, it happened that night. I mean, that that game, the Jazz Thunder game was canceled. Then right after that, the season got suspended, basically. And I think that was kind of the, the big flashpoint. And with the NBA canceled indefinitely now, um, I think that's really just where, where it all started. And it makes sense for us just because, you know, we're an NBA podcast. I feel like that's really the focal point. Definitely. Do you think that, because Rudy Gobert tested positive and, you know, he, he had the whole thing where he was touching the microphones and making a big joke of it, which tw- hindsight's twenty twenty, That probably wasn't a good idea. Had he known that he was infected, he probably wouldn't have done that. Still, to make a, make a joke of it is kind of stupid. Other player that tested positive is Donovan Mitchell, his teammate. Do you see that possibly impacting their relationship in the future? You know, maybe... Rudy Gobert, we could see him on another team at some point. Do you do you see that affecting that that, that much? I mean, I could see how it could be a little tense, but I don't I don't really think so. I think I don't think either. I don't think obviously Rudy didn't know he was infected, and and just listening to Donovan Mitchell the last few days, I don't think he knew he was infected either. I think he was he was just on CBS. He was on their morning sh- show, uh, and he said, you know, he felt like he's he's good to go. He feels feels like he could play a seven game series right now. So, you know, I don't really think that's something that there's going to be some animosity towards. It wasn't deliberate. I think, you know, it's just a a learning lesson for uh, Gobert, especially. I mean, you just never know with these types of things and you got to be cautious and you got to, 
you know, keep your hands to yourself and wash your hands and, and take care of your hygiene, all those things. Right. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, it's just, you know, it's just bad luck and unfortunate and, and where we're at right now, but I don't think it's anything that's going to be like a rift between those two. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I kind of see the other way. I think that, you know, seeing how Gobert took the, the virus so lightly and was joking around about it and stuff and potentially put other uh, NBA players and teammates in danger. I mean, I think, I think that could be something that could come up in the future. Um, but other NBA, other people, I guess, that have been diagnosed, Christian Wood from the Detroit Pistons, and he guarded uh, Rudy Gobert in one of his games. I don't remember what day that was. Um, so he tested positive. Um, celebrities such as um, Tom Hanks and his wife. Tom Hanks, yep. Yeah. Tom Hanks okay. and his wife, Rita. Idris Elba, I think yesterday just said Idris Elba, yeah. Positive. Um, I heard one of the days, I, it was like a, four or five days ago that Charles Barkley was getting tested, but I never heard anything more about whether he had it or not. Yeah, he said it was on that like kind of special edition they did with Inside the NBA. Uh, he said he wasn't feeling well, so then he went and got tested, and then he, he did some self-quarantine. But I guess then we never really heard back about whether he was actually positive for the coronavirus or not. Yeah. So with the NBA, they are officially canceled indefinitely. So basically, the NBA is eyeing like a mid-June to August return. That's going to suck. No basketball for, for that, long, that long period of time is going to suck. Um, yeah, I agree. But I, mean, uh, I guess, like, the only positive thing I can see is, I mean, if it starts that late, I mean, we're going we're gonna to be suffering for a while here. But come, like, June and July, we're going to have a heck of a run of TV just because we'll have the NBA playoffs and then the finals. It'll lead right into, I mean, the baseball season will be kicking off and then, you know, right into NFL and then the MLB playoffs, not that yeah, far down the yeah. line either. I mean, could be a really special run a TV, I mean, we're not going to have a shortage of things to watch except for, you know, the next however long, 30, 40, 50 days, who knows. There's there's also talks of, of this sparking a permanent NBA schedule change, like a like a permanent change to the schedule due to how much it's affecting the NBA. I saw that too. It was kind of interesting. I think it was, I want to say, someone who works in the Rockets organization. I forget his name. Uh, but he it was kind of before all of this, um, actually came out. He, he was proposed a permanent schedule change uh, for the NBA to start around January and then end its season like in August so that it wasn't competing with college football and the NFL early in the season. And then, you know, they'd still have the playoff window to themselves, you know, May, June, July. You know, there's nothing else on at that time. Uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. What do you think about like a late what – if, what if the NBA started – uh, the season didn't start till January and ended in August. I mean, I th- I'd be open to it. I don't I don't think it's completely insane to think that that, that would that would work. The only crappy thing would be we'd have to wait till January. <laughs> yeah. To, to get basketball, but then again, you know, at the same token, if it's in January, it's going till August, which is you know, will make up for having to wait till January. But yeah, I I don't think it's completely out of the question. I don't know if you're much of a football guy, but it would be all right with me just because, you know, we'd have the football to preoccupy us till, I mean, college football now goes till after New Year's and the NFL goes into February. So it wouldn't likely be without anything to watch. I mean, 
I think I think it could be a good idea. I mean, it's always kind of a fun time of year. I mean, to me, just in the spring, you know, the weather starts to get nice, and then you know you got NBA playoffs on TV at night. I mean, that's always an exciting time of year for me. And then I mean, just to have that continue on into the summer, I think that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, definitely. I just wanted to say something real quick. So I was scrolling through Twitter the other day, and um, you know how some tweets like or they'll be like, see more when it's a really long tweet. Yep. So somebody put Luka Doncic test positive for, and then I'm like, oh, no. And I hit see more, and I scroll down to the bottom, and it says having the brightest future in the NBA. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, oh, you got me. That was just something that I that I thought was kind of funny. Internet is undefeated, man. I mean, even in a time as serious as this, I mean, there are some funny memes and stuff out there. I'm not yeah. going to lie. And I think what's what's keeping me sane right now, and what's keeping me from going going nuts from not having any human contact and being stuck in my house, is just watching like YouTube. I watch. I've been watching a lot of YouTube. I've been watching a lot of uh, the WWE Network, watching old pay per views and stuff. So it's. I mean, I'm basically just waiting it out. That's. I think that's what's keeping me sane. Yeah, I mean. Uh, I just had, you know, have it in front of me here. Everything is canceled. So, obviously, the NCAA tournament, uh, men's and women's canceled. Major League Baseball pushed their opening day now back to mid-May at the earliest. XFL canceled. So, no more XFL corner. Sorry, fans. And then, obviously, all pretty much the whole uh, – all the NCAA sports. So, winter and spring uh, are canceled for, you know, the remainder of the academic year. So, uh, just, you know, from my own – perspective as an Olivet student athlete playing baseball you know our season's done now and you know it's just a real unfortunate situation especially for those seniors you know they were looking forward to their last year playing uh, you know now that they got plans to graduate I mean you know they will they will be granted an extra year of eligibility if if they so desire but it's just a real just a real sad situation yeah it definitely is um, I, re- I definitely feel for you know athletes such as yourself that you know that's that this is taking away one of your seasons um you're you're a junior correct i am yes okay so you will have one more season which is good i, could um, have, I mean yeah like i could have two now they, they sounds like they are going to honor this season uh eligibility wise if if people want if people want it so that's probably the right thing it's just tough for you know seniors that are, are two months away from graduation really just to you know to even think about that would be a lot of hoops to jump through. Right. And uh, sliding back to the NBA real quick. So, and if and when the season returns, how do you think they're going to go about this? Do you think they're just going to start the playoffs right away, or do you think they're going to actually try to finish the season? I mean, as a fan, I think I would I would be really excited if they just started the playoffs right away. But then, you know, you think of the teams that are in the – the playoff race, like, you know, we keep talking about the Pelicans and the Grizzlies a lot on this show or, you know, teams that are fighting for seeding even. Um, just to cut the season short like that, I think, you know, that that really wouldn't be doing right by all of the, the teams, I don't think. Right. Uh, but as a fan, you know, it'd be really exciting. It's like, all right, playoff basketball, let's go. You know, that would be awesome, I think. But I don't know if you could really do that. I don't think that would be doing right by all of the, the ball clubs. Yeah, and – it's kind of unfortunate because you know the, the season was stopped and teams like the Bucks. I mean, the Bucks were on their way to a historic season, mm-hmm. and 
possibly an NBA championship. I mean, they should, they could still win an NBA championship, but it was, it's just really unfortunate. I really think that this was a good season. It kept me engaged. There was a lot of storylines, a lot going on. So it's just, it was just really unfortunate the way it had to end. I think, you mean, you're right. I think it was, it was kind of slow at the beginning of the year, you know, no Steph, no KD. And the NFL season was really, really compelling this year. Uh, but then, you know, it was kind of right when the, you know, after the Super Bowl, it was kind of starting to heat up, you know, Zion entering the picture and, and Steph coming back and, and LeBron and the Clippers and the Bucks kind of emerging as the, as the front line contenders. I mean, it was, you're right. It was, it was starting to heat up. It was, I think it was, it was going to be, still could be a really exciting spring, I think. One thing I wanted to add in here is I've just made an executive decision. I don't think we're going to have any breaks during this podcast because it's going to be probably under 45 minutes anyway. So I don't, I just don't really think there's a point in having a lot of breaks. So we're just going to, we're going to tough it out, talk straight through. So I just wanted to put that out there. So as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, um, most colleges around not only our home state of Michigan, but the U S and the world are closed for business. They're moving into online classes. Our college of Olivet is included in that. Uh, Originally, Olivet was eyeballing a March 29th return to regular classes, but uh, and they're still trying to do that. But at this point, I'm thinking we're we're just probably not going to return this semester. I would agree with that. Yeah, I don't I don't think there's any way we're coming back to campus on the 29th, especially I think it was just the the CDC, the Center of Disease Control, just said to limit gatherings for the next like six or eight weeks. I mean, there's no way. There's no way we're going back to 29th. So in the midst of this coronavirus, the NFL is still in full swing. Uh, Free agency is, you know, it's pretty much business as usual. Not much change in there. Yeah, yesterday and today were two big days. I mean, there's a couple big trades that Tom Brady announced this morning that he's not going to be returning to the New England Patriots. That's some real big news, obviously. So Uh, does that mean that he's retiring or does that mean he's going to another team? It means he's going to another team. I believe he said he's going to continue his football journey elsewhere were his words from a statement he put on Instagram and Twitter this morning. Uh, So that's pretty cool. I mean, for some reason, it's not quite as compelling as uh, NBA free agency. I think I feel like that's I was more into that kind of maybe just because of like the social media element of it. I think. Uh, the NBA on Twitter is really, really cool. Yeah. Even though, like, the NFL is more popular, I think, you know, for some reason I feel like NBA free agency kind of has a little bit more juice, just especially because uh, in the last, you know, multiple years there's been the, you know, the predominant players in the league with moving to different teams. I guess a little bit of that with Brady, but uh, just because he's a little bit older and maybe not quite in his prime, I feel like you know, feels like it should have a little bit more juice than it does. I mean, maybe maybe I'm I'm wrong on that, but it feels like right. it's, it's a big story, but I, I feel like I'm not, you know, glued to the TV, glued to Twitter like I was with, you know, LeBron free agency or Durant or or even, you know, some of the other guys in recent years. Even from, last year with from like the NBA. With Kawhi and all that. Yeah. I right. mean, I was, I was glued to my Twitter, constantly refreshing woes, just trying to see where people were going. Mm-hmm. Even the – the smaller people like, you know, Marcus Morris and, you know, people of that nature, Danny Green, I, I wanted to see where they were going too because, you know, they were they were rumored to be future Mavericks. So that's why I was watching for one. But, yeah, I think I definitely think that NBA free agency has a bigger impact and it's more – not more interesting, but 
more pe- more people follow it. I think. I feel. I think it's just more interesting. Like I think you know more people definitely follow the NFL. I think I mean the NFL is the most popular sport for, but I just think it's how much more popular the NBA is on social media than than any other sport. I think that really is kind of that kind of adds to it. I think just you know because we always like we we've become you know just like you said you you're refreshing Twitter constantly you know you're not you know flipping on a TV anymore it's it's looking it's grabbing your phone out of your pocket and scrolling up on Twitter you know that's how people get their news now and that's something that the NBA is really really in tune with I think. On that note, I already mentioned how I'm spending some of my time in this in this uh, boring time. What what have you been up to, Stella? Ah, uh, a lot of PlayStation. You know, I've been just doing – I just picked up MLB The Show uh, last night at midnight. Uh, me and my brother found some old NASCAR game on, like, the PlayStation Marketplace, and we played that for a few hours. I mean, just anything to, to kill some time. I mean, right as of now, we're on extended spring break. I'm sure we'll have to do some schoolwork here eventually. I was yep. thinking about trying to go play golf today. Uh, sort of warm. sun's trying to come out. Hopefully there's a course open, but – it's kind of hard to believe, you know, this is only day two or three and, you know, we're already kind of bored, but to think, you know, this could be the next six weeks of our lives, you know, it's kind could of. Could be the next, you know, could, yeah, six weeks could be till, you know, it could be longer than that till August. Yeah, it's kind of, kind of daunting to think about. I mean, I'm sure something will come along or, you know, something will come up to on TV or, you know, I think there was just the report. Uh, that last dance documentary on ESPN, they might move that release up. So, you know, hopefully yep. something, something comes along to, to get us through. I mean, NFL free agency is kind of wetting the sports appetite a little bit for now, but you know, it's, it might be a long, might be a long six weeks. And as I mentioned, you know, I'm a big WWE fan at this, uh, at this juncture. I know, I don't know if I, if we have ever talked about that on the pod, I think we did on the first episode. I think just a little bits and pieces, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I have the the WWE Network, so I've been watching um, old pay per views. I watched basically the entire 2011 pay per view run. 2011 was the height of my WWE fandom. So, so that, that was, was when we were in what, probably fourth or fifth grade. <clears throat> I would have been, yeah, probably fourth or fifth grade, somewhere around there. I think I might I might have been in sixth grade. The peak of my WWE fandom came probably just a little earlier than that, like third or fourth grade. The two WrestleManias in a row where Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker went at it, that was that was my oh. thing right there. I, I remember the, the second one we actually bought. It was, the only rest, it was the only wrestling pay-per-view I ever bought was that WrestleMania. It was like probably 24 or 25. It was Shawn Michaels' last match against The Undertaker, man. That was, yep. that was awesome. I bought WrestleMania 26, 27, 28, 29, and then I've I think I bought like like Hell in a Cell 2012 or something like that. But now with the network, I just I buy the network. I can watch every pay per view. But uh, big news in that uh, in that world, um, WWE WrestleMania, which is scheduled to take place on April 5th at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa, Florida. Um, has been moved to the WWE Performance Center and will contain no fans. It's, that's a that's a big thing for for the WWE. You know, a big source of their income is the, is WrestleMania. Uh, so that's that's definitely a big thing. And and looking at it from a fan's perspective, I know you're. I don't know if you're a fan anymore, but I am. Looking at it from my perspective, you know, so you have someone like 
Drew McIntyre, who is facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania for the WWE title. It kind of sucks to see because, you know, he won the Royal Rumble and he got his WrestleMania main event, but there's going to be no fans. Fans are a big part of the experience of WrestleMania, not only for the fans themselves, but for the wrestlers. It kind of sucks. It sucks to see. I mean, I feel like, I mean, it's been done before. Like, they've actually had, like, matches just on, uh, you know, on the TV shows, like SmackDown or Raw, like a, a closed arena match. Like, have you seen that before? Like, they've done that. Like, they've done it before. Um, yeah. Uh, it was like Mankind versus The Rock or something. Mankind. I was just going to say that. Mankind versus The Rock in a, in a closed arena. But um, I feel like, like, even more so, like, this is, like, this right here, these last month or so is, like, the the home stretch. This is where you build all the momentum and for, like, the right. promos and, and, like, the, ang- the you know, the angles for the matches. I mean, like, what are you going to do now? Like, you don't have any shows for the next probably month or so. Then you're right. just going to have is, like, wrestle. All right, here's WrestleMania. Like, people hardly know who's wrestling and, like, why this is a big deal. Like, who's feuds, like, what the, what the feuds and the angles are. Yeah, that's just that's a tough draw for the WWE. They still they're still having Raw and SmackDown, obviously, like, but they're it's just in empty arenas in the Performance Center, and they're they're still like cutting promos and stuff to heighten the drama for WrestleMania. And I watched Raw last night, and they replayed the entire 2020 Royal Rumble match, which that's basically just to fill time. I guess I didn't know. I didn't know the shows were still on. I thought they were. I I, I saw. SmackDown was on last week with no people in the arena. I didn't. I guess I didn't know they were still having the shows. Yeah, um, they are still having the shows, just no no people in the arena, and there's very limited people at the at the performance center when they film. Uh, there's you know only essential people, like you know a few camera operators, mm-hmm. a couple commentators, and then basically I think just the superstars that are needed that day are there, as opposed to you know even if you're not needed most of the time you're still at TV. In light of this, um, I wanted to talk about wrestling real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah, let's go. So, when did you? When were you a fan? Was it like it was around two two thousand nine, two thousand ten? Around there, yeah. I mean, it kind of just like I was in elementary school, so like you know, second, third, fourth grade, those couple years. I mean, I was got into it for a few years. I had the SmackDown versus Raw video game for the. I had the Xbox three hundred and sixty. Yep. Played that a lot. Um, you know, me and my friends all kind of got into it for a few years. I mean, uh, I think uh, uh, my friend Jake, he has a birthday right in the middle of June, and that's usually right around where SummerSlam is. So for a couple of years, his parents would buy him the, the WWE pay-per-view for uh, for his birthday, and we'd all go over to his place and watch it. Uh, lots of good memories, man. Uh, you know, just kind of faded. You know, as you get older, you know, I got into to other sports, but it was it was fun for a few years, man. It was fun. Who was your favorite when you watched? Uh, I mean, I really liked Triple H, especially when uh, they got that together for that last DX run, him and, and Shawn Michaels. I remember that was like one of the last big matches I watched. It was at that SummerSlam. It was like DX against uh, Legacy. You remember those guys? Yeah. Like Cody Rhodes and uh, – Boy, Ted DiBiase Jr. and I don't forget the other one, but that was sweet. Randy but, Orton. Yeah, it might have been. And they came out in a tank or whatever for the for the entrance. Yep. That was awesome. That was a lot. That was I really liked them. I mean, Randy Orton still got his fastball. He's really good. Yeah. I saw I saw they brought Edge back. I, I liked him. Jeff Hardy was one of my, me and some of my friends' favorite. Yeah, I mean, I I really liked Batista too. But he he 
he was just a little bit. He kind of was on the way out when when I really was into it. But he yep. was sweet. I think he's in movies now, isn't he? Yeah, and he's actually getting inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame this year. Yeah, he was. I feel like he's like a little bit underrated. Like he was. He was good. He can. He. he I mean, he's not like. You know, usually when they have big guys, you know, they, they can't wrestle. They're just like the great Tali is a prime example. Like that, yeah. dude, can, that dude cannot wrestle. Mm-hmm. He's just huge. Yeah. Um, but Batista's a bigger guy that, I mean, he can, he's a pretty good technician and can wrestle a little bit. But I was, I was a fan. I got into it around like 2006. Um, and I was really into it until about probably like 2013. And then I kind of stopped watching it for a couple of years. Uh, and then around like 2016, 2017, I kind of got back into it. But, I mean, I was a religious fan. Like, I had all the posters. I had a ton of DVDs. I had – I was I was a religious fan. Um, I mean, I was – I mean, I'd watch the I, – I watched most of, like, the weekly shows, like SmackDown and Raw. And then, you know, I'd, I'd, I'd follow the pay-per-views. Like, I remember a couple times – you know, getting up early because the pay-per-views are always Sunday night. So, like, Monday morning, I'd get up and run to the computer real fast and, like, see who won the big matches and everything. I mean, I, I think I remember, you know, renting a couple of DVDs from uh, Family Video a couple times. Yep. My favorite was uh, – I was a big John Cena guy back then, but I'm not so much anymore. My my all-time favorite is Edge. Yeah. Edge had a couple big – I feel like like one of the last – like, I know Edge had a big title run – at the end of those couple of years when I started to watch, like it was him and Jeff Hardy for a while. And then Edge had a big title run. Like he was always kind of a, he was always a heel, but then he turned face and won the title. And like, he was really on a roll for a while. Yeah, He, he turned, he won the 2010 Royal Rumbles. He returned from injury and yeah. he, he was a face when he returned and he won, he won the world title. Um, and then he, I think he defended the world title at, Mania 26 against I think Chris Jericho. I or no I he the, he he won the title from Chris Jericho at Mania 26. There we go. Chris Jericho is like headlining that other wrestling company. Yeah, all AEW. wrestling or whatever. They actually got uh, Jim Ross on the commentary yeah. too. AEW is actually is actually like better than WWE. Like the product and like the storylines and everything else. I I've heard it's gotten it's gotten good reviews. Yeah, I haven't really watched it's, any, um, but... I still watch I know, I know, a lot of WWE I know. because you know WWE is where where my heart is, you know, I guess. But AEW is making a run for the WWE, and it's it's kind of interesting to watch. I know Jericho is their front man, but I don't really know too many of the other wrestlers um, on the roster. But... Jericho, uh, remember Jack Swagger? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, I vaguely the name sounds familiar, and I'd, I'm sure I'd recognize like if I saw him in the ring. He's but... an MMA fighter too. Okay, uh, but he wrestles for AEW. I miss Jericho, man. Jericho was good. Like just even watching like some of his old clips on on YouTube or whatever, he was he was so good at the promos and like he was he was really good at being a a, a heel too. Like, he, Jer- Jericho, he, he, is, he was an easy guy to opinion, hate. He was awesome. In my opinion, Jericho is is one of the best heels of all time. Just make he was so good at making you hate him. I agree. I'm, I miss. I, I just want to look up the AEW roster because I know there's other there's other WWE. Alumni that are there, Christopher Daniels, but he's a he's a TNA guy. I did watch a little bit of TNA for a while. Like Gold Dust is in uh, AEW, and then you, you you remember Dean Ambrose? I don't know if you ever seen him. Uh I mean, I, I know the name, but 
I don't know much about him. He's in he's in AEW. Um, and then uh, there was another guy that I just seen. Cody Rhodes is like the president of AEW. Really, executive vice president of AEW, and he is obviously also in AEW. I think that's about it. But there's some there's some other WWE alumni that are in there. Um, that sounds pretty formidable. Like, I mean, I may, I'd give it a watch. Are they, are they still on? Uh, yeah, they they air on like Thursday nights. Uh, Wednesday nights. Wednesday night on TNT. Yeah, I knew I knew it was on Turner. I, I'd give it a watch. I mean, I'd like to see a little Chris Jericho. He's he was good, man. Yeah, he was. So yeah, and obviously Jim Ross. Uh, yeah, he's uh, really good too. I, like the other guy they got. I don't know who they got on the WWE commentary now, but he sucks. Is it Michael Cole? My, Michael Cole's always been good, but um, I, I don't like him. I don't, he's too. I, I do like Michael thing. Cole. They had um, they had Triple H on commentary on the other night on SmackDown, uh, which was which was pretty funny. You know, he was he was making fun of Cole, so it was cool. I don't know if I could picture him being a good commentator. He he wasn't good at it, but it was it was just cool to lighten the mood because he was making fun of Cole and everything. I saw him like on a podcast once with like. Uh... You know, pardon my take on Barstool. I don't know if you've seen that before. Yeah, but he was he was okay on there. But I I don't know if he could do it as a commentator. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Who knows? And then for commentary, uh, obviously Jim Ross, former WWE alumni, uh, the greatest announcer of all time, wrestling announcer of all time. Absolutely, hands down. Taz. I don't know if you remember those days. I do remember Taz. He's um, actually I kind of liked him as a commentator. He, he was Taz. a good commentator, um, but. Uh, and then Justin Roberts, the former WWE ring announcer, is announcing for AEW. And then for the famed WWE and TNA referee, Earl Hebner, is the senior referee for AEW. And then, yeah, there's there's some other WWE alums in AEW, but that's basically the gist of it. But, yeah, I, think, I yeah. wanted to chat about WWE real quick. I mean, I guess that's about all we got left for entertainment. I mean, no sports. You know, all the movies are getting postponed now. Yep, tough, tough out here. Tough, it's tough out here in these streets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you got anything else to add, or do you want to? Do you want to wrap it up? Um, I guess. I mean, just two quick things I wanted to get to. I guess we kind of touched on one, but um, it's like just like kind of like the crazy sports consequences that come from this. So I was just you know this quarantine, this virus. I know we kind of hit on like what's going on, but like, what do you think? Like just in your crystal ball, like what do you think some of the weird ramifications might be? So I, I had a couple written down. I was actually on Twitter for a little bit, and then I think you know KD kind of or his, KD's uh, business manager Rich Kleinman kind of came and shut it down. But it was like KD could play or Kevin Durant could play uh, in the playoffs if they don't start till July or August because he, you know he'd be recovered from his injury by then, and that was kind of kind of juicy to think right, about. Right, but isn't there? Isn't there like a, a date in the season when, like, once you get past that date, you're not eligible to play in the playoffs or something like that? Uh, there might be. I think I know there was something like that. There is something like that in the NFL, but I'm not sure if that exists in the the NBA. I guess I had a couple other things like the MLB. I don't know if the, they're probably gonna have to shorten their season now because there's no way they're gonna be able to play playoff games in November and December. I saw like uh, we we touched on it, the NBA it could be a permanent schedule change. Um, the Olympics, it's, a, it's an Olympic year. Those are scheduled in, in Tokyo for this summer. I think there's probably a good chance that those get canceled now. Um, did you have, I mean, did you have anything that, like, stuck out to you? Like, anything that, like, a, a 
consequence from this, like, going forward, you think? The Olympics are in the summer, correct? It's the Summer Olympics? Yeah, yep. I When do they start? Do you know? I think, like, right around the first or second week of July. It's, like, right in the middle of okay. the summer, I think. Because I think by by mid-July, early August, I think this will die down. But I don't know. It depends on where things are at. But as far as ramifications, I think the NBA is going to see a pretty significant hit to their salary cap for the next season, losing all this revenue from the coronavirus. But other than that... They they said they're still going to pay all the players their full salary for the season. Right. And I think, I mean, the TV deals, I mean, I think they get all of that revenue either before the season or after. So they'll still get all the TV money, which is... A significant amount. I mean, it's just like the gate revenue and stuff they're missing out on right now, but, you know, they might be able to make a little bit of that back on the back end, you think. But you're right. I mean, that, that could be something that, that brings the league revenue down so you could see a little dip in the salary cap for next year. You're right. Yeah, that's basically it. I mean, I don't really – I really didn't think of anything else, to be honest. I just I, – we kind of touched on, like, what are we doing during uh, quarantine? But, like, what's the best – quote, end quote, sport to watch, play, bet on during quarantine. So I've seen people, you know, you can bet on the weather now. Uh, did you see, have you seen the Twitter videos of the marble races? Like no, I have not. Oh, you got to find them. They're kind of funny, man. Just search marble race on Twitter. You'll find, I think it, there's at least one big account that tweeted it out, but there's a couple, like just this guy makes this big, long marble track in the sand and, there's just all these bunch of marbles racing each other, and they got a guy commentating on it. It's pretty funny. <laughs> uh, I've seen people do – actually, some of my friends just did it last weekend, and they sent me a video of their uh, 2K simulation. So people that get their NBA fix of – instead of watching the games, they just let the computer play on 2K and watch it instead of playing. Uh, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, that is funny. I saw – or my friend told me the, the San Antonio newspaper. I think it might be the San Antonio Sentinel or something. They're doing like a, they do, they're like simming the rest of the Spurs schedule on 2K and then like they're releasing a newspaper column about it every day. Yeah, like um, said, the Phoenix uh, Suns Lamar- are doing that too. Lamarcus Aldridge had a triple double in the last game. Oh my lord. <laughs> Who knows? Um, maybe we'll have to, I'm sure it's going to be a long couple weeks here. I mean, hopefully, you know, some of this seems like it's, it's just keeps going in the, the wrong direction, but hopefully, you know, it at least plateaus to a point where maybe they can finish the regular season behind closed doors or, or something. I mean, it's, it might be rough here for a while. I, I don't know what we're going to watch or bet on, whatever. But I'm going to need a sports fix pretty soon, man. Yep. It's tough. But you have a PS4 you mentioned? I do, yeah. Yep. You'll, have to, you'll have to add me on there. We can play each other in, uh, in the show 20. Yeah, might as well. I mean, I just got it today. I've played like one game because it didn't download till late last night. So I've played like one game. My brother's down there playing it right now, actually. So, yeah, we'll have to get on it. Definitely. Um, and on that note, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, man. I mean, we'll be back. Uh, we got another episode. I'm sure we'll have more episodes. I mean, we could record an episode every day if you want. I'm not going to have much else to do, it looks like. Yeah. Um, at this point, probably plan on us being back next week at, around this time. On that note, uh, I don't really know what we're going to talk about, <laughs> um, but hopefully some storylines will come up by that point. We can we can have some more WWE talk to fill some time. In closing, self-quarantine, self-isolate, wash your freaking hands, 
Be safe out there, people, Be man. Safe. Be safe. Um, and this is Travis Darner and Logan Seller. We're signing off. Thanks for listening.